0: Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. This evening at the Ancaster Fairgrounds, Ontario Premier Kathleen Wynne will be here for another inner series of town hall meetings. She's been doing these right across the province. And uh, as a kind of the pregame show, I guess, to what she's going to be doing in Ancaster tonight, we are pleased to welcome Premier Kathleen Wynne to the Bill Kelly Show on CHML. Mister, Madam Premier, great to have you with us. Thank you so much.
1: Thanks, Bill. It's a pleasure. Thank but, you. Have, thanks for having
0: me on. I, I got to get right to the, the grid of this because obviously, for the last couple of days here, we've been talking an awful lot about proposed steel tariffs, uh, NAFTA negotiations, and an awful lot of other things. I know that you've got a budget that's coming up pretty soon. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the good news is, from what I can see, Premier, is that uh, Ontario, we're told in 2018, is once again going to lead the nation. In economic growth, that's a great news story. Uh, the bad news is we're under attack. I mean, we, we've got protectionist legislation from New York State. We've got threats from the U.S. president right now that are going to have, if they all come to pass, a, a significant impact on Ontario's economy, and more specifically, Hamilton's economy. How do you combat that? What What's the government doing to try to, to, to help us?
1: Well, you, Bill, you're absolutely right. I mean, Ontario is doing well, but um, I think it's fair to say that we are concerned as the federal government is concerned about what's happening south of the border um i've been very engaged um bill i've been i've been traveling to the states i've met with Thirty-eight governors. I've talked with Congresspeople and senators, and we've been doing that on the on the NAFTA file and on the Buy America file to just make it clear that uh, you know we have a very integrated economies, and that there are benefits on both sides of the border to our relationship. I mean, there are there are nine thousand jobs, uh, nine million jobs in the United States that are dependent on uh, trade with Ontario and Canada. So, so this is a two-way street. Um, this steel tariff that has uh has been uh, talked about and has sort of ramped up in the last couple of days is very concerning and you're right particularly for for St. Marie for Hamilton um, very important centers for us so so I've actually uh, I've actually had a conversation with the um, American American ambassador to Canada, Bill. I have made it clear to the steel companies in uh, in Ontario that we're going to be we're going to be engaged and are engaged with the federal government. We're with them every step of the way. Um, we need to be sure that we make the argument that Ontario and Canada need to be need to be exempted from this, you know. That's the that's the objective. Um, because the reality is that the steel market in uh North America is again very integrated and uh to move towards these tariffs would mean higher costs for everybody. So I'm hoping that we will that we will see um, that we'll see a good outcome on this, but it's very uncertain right now and uh I know that Minister Freeland federally is uh is on this Every moment.
0: But but as you start crafting your budget, and I'm sure that, uh, that Minister Seuss has already started to, to, to put the framework together for mm-hmm. the budget that you're going to be presenting right now, it's still a lot of question marks. I mean, we saw the, the federal budget coming down the other day, and now all of a sudden that's thrown uh, into disarray because of what could be happening in the states right now. It's, it's got to be pretty hard to come up with facts and figures and numbers here.
1: Well yeah I mean I think the uncertainty that we're dealing with is uh, it's a challenge for anyone who's uh, who's looking at the economic future of the country or the or an individual province um we have to deal with the best information that we have bill and that's exactly what uh, Charles Souza will do and and then we need to you know we need to stay we need to stay engaged in the process because we can have an impact. You know, I'll just use the example of the Buy America legislation that was going through the New York um, government uh, a, mon- a number of months ago. We sent our ministers down because we we wanted to make the the case that Buy American legislation that would severely disadvantage Ontario businesses was not good for new york businesses either and uh... in fact the legislators in new york pushed back that legislation they actually narrowed that legislation and the original broad uh legislation didn't go through so it it really did make a difference that we were there now they they later brought in a, a narrower piece of legislation on government procurement and we have responded or we will respond proportionally to that so um, you know we recognize that we have to be ready to respond and stand up for Ontario businesses and Ontario workers but at the same time we also know that we can make a difference by engaging with folks who are making these decisions and making it clear what the mutual benefit is of our partnership.
0: Uh, You've been very busy over the last couple of months uh, going back and forth in situations like that. I hope it hasn't escaped your attention that there's an election coming up in a few months. Are you aware of that Premier? (laughs) Uh, <laughs> I am aware of
1: that. I know June 7th, is a, it's going to be a day in Ontario.
0: Well, it certainly is, and, and we certainly know what's going to happen with, well, well, at least one of the opposition parties. They're selecting a new leader, and of course, uh, uh, June 7th, the campaign will be underway officially, I suppose, anytime soon. Uh, the priorities in this area, certainly the, the economy, as we've just discussed, is going to be paramount among the discussions that are going on here, but the government's priorities, and, and I know that uh, in past budgets you've you focused on things like public transit, uh, and Hamilton, of course, is expected to be a beneficiary of that with the LRT project, uh, but there are still so many other things, and the one that always comes to mind every time I talk to the mayor, to Fred Eisenberger, about this ca- premier, is, is infrastructure. We need a stronger support from the provincial and federal government's ongoing support for infrastructure projects. How do you address that not only in Hamilton but in just about every other city? I mean, I was just down in Windsor a couple of weekends ago. Same challenges. Uh, Kingston, Ottawa, it's it's something that you're hearing everywhere yes. you go.
1: Absolutely. And and Bill, you know, we have we have made a huge commitment to infrastructure. You will see that continue in our did we know that there are, um, you know, that there's more that needs to be done, and so we're in, you know, we're in the, the early years of a 190 billion dollar investment in infrastructure across the province, and so um, you'll see the reflection of, of that uh, ongoing work in infrastructure in our uh, in our budget. So I'm not going to scoop Charles Sousa, but um, but you know we uh, we recognize that for our economic success and viability and growth we have to continue to invest in infrastructure and one of the mistakes that's been made in the past and this isn't a partisan comment bill because governments of all stripes have done this is that they stop building they take a pause and then try to start up a decade later and it's you know it's not good enough you have to have an ongoing plan which is why we have a long-term infrastructure plan and we will uh, will continue to fund it but the you know you asked about government priorities that is obviously one of them because that is fundamental to our economic growth but the other thing that we have been focusing on and we will continue to focus on bill is that even though the economy is doing well there are people who are not benefiting And, uh, there's not an even, uh, experience of that economic, uh, growth across the, the province. So whether it's free tuition for, uh, for students in post-secondary who may or may not, may not otherwise go, or whether it's the, Free prescription medication for kids from their birth until their 25th birthday, or whether it's raising the minimum wage. All of those are about addressing that fairness issue, and you're going to see in our budget that we make very, very, um, very, very clear decisions about continuing to address fairness because that is, that's part of the economy too. We can't have an inclusive economy unless we address all of that, and people in Hamilton know that very well, Bill. You know you know how hard um, both the municipal and the provincial and federal politicians in Hamilton have worked on housing. They've worked on uh, poverty reduction. We've got the basic income pilot uh, happening in your region. So you know that fairness is a huge issue for the people in your region
0: all right i'm anticipating this is a question you're probably going to get at the town hall tonight premier so we'll just use this as a warm-up uh because i I agree and and the polling indicates that people like the idea of the free tuition they like the free prescription drug plans uh they even like the lower hydro rates but the concern that i'm hearing from an awful lot of people is yeah but they're mortgaging our future to do this and our grandkids are going to be paying for this and that's not fair
1: how do you address that question so the way I address that is that if we, don't, if we don't have everyone at their best now, so, you know, if we talk about free tuition, sure, it's a social policy bill, but it's an economic policy too. When I travel to China or India, I go to other countries, and there are businesses that are looking to come to Ontario – businesses that would create jobs, they're only coming here and they only consider coming here because we have a highly educated workforce. With our huge geography and our, you know, relatively small population, you know, thirteen and a half million people in this huge geography We've got to be at our best, and that means be at their best. So, in fact, investing in free tuition is an economic policy to make sure that everyone is at their best. The announcement that we made today about uh, economic empowerment for women, uh, making sure that we work to close that gender wage gap and that we provide more opportunities for women to take part in the economy, that is clearly an economic policy. Some may say, you know, it's women's issues, it's a social policy, but it is clear about having women empowered. You know, there's a, there's a huge gap in terms of the uh, productivity in this province that, uh, that we can fill if women, are, uh, if women are at their best. So I would say to you that um, these policies, although are about fairness, they're also about our economic future as well.
0: Ontario Premier Kathleen Wynne, she's going to be at the Ancaster Fairgrounds later on this evening uh, for a Q&A, and you can ask those questions of her too. Premier, thanks as always. Great having you on the program again today.
1: Thanks a lot, Bill. I look forward to seeing everyone tonight.
0: You betcha. Thanks again.
1: Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.